Hi, my name is Kara Krakowiak from Solvecast. I'm being joined here with Catherine Camp, the Partnerships Manager at Peach4G. Catherine, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thanks for inviting me. So we have a really interesting conversation today about the 2030 goals, which I know is on everyone's top of mind as we're getting, we're 20, 2021 right now. So we're at the <clears throat> less than 10 year mark. There's 17 of them. So I know that there's a lot there, but if you wouldn't mind just giving just a brief description of what they are, what they're doing, just to give that little brief overview. Yeah, the Sustainable Development Goals were agreed to by, I think, almost all the countries in the world, or close to that, at the UN in 2015, which is pretty incredible that these countries would all agree to solve these challenges and, and all agree to the same targets that they'll, they'll be meeting by 2030. And these are big things. These are things like education and health and gender equality and hunger and poverty. Having everyone on the same page about where we need to get to and having every country accountable for getting there is, is just really helpful. And it allows donors um, and investors to know where to put the their energy and focus their efforts. And it allows companies to be benchmarked on how they're, how well they're doing in meeting these goals. And these are aligned also with the climate goals, the Paris Agreement also signed that same year. So that together, that really sets the course for where we need to go as, as the world, basically. Yeah. And so why do we need to have these goals? How are they, what are they contributing to the, the betterment of like individuals? Because I know sometimes when we hear these large-scale goals, it's hard to know where us as individual people, what's the important to us? I think that it's about having a, a target. Like, for example, one of them that one of our partnerships works with is a Sustainable Development Goal 12, which is about a responsible consumption and production. And one of those sub-goals is 12.3, which is to cut the amount of food loss and waste in half. Uh, by 2030. And that is important for a number of reasons, because not only does the food waste include embodied water use and energy use and carbon emissions that then are for no good purpose, no, no good comes out of that because it's wasted, but also then the, the food creates methane as it decomposes. And it's just we don't need food waste. Nobody does. So the benefit of um, having that target is that all the countries, everyone knows we need to get to half. So what can we do? We, we can measure what, where we're at right now. We, can, we, we have that target of how to get to half, and then we are developing solutions to, to reach that. And that's what one of our partnerships is doing. Yeah, I think that the 23 goals, it's, it's sustainable development. So it's really about, really it's a conversation really about health and how to maintain the sustainability of that. So it's definitely very important. And I know that they're tackling, there's a lot of different areas that they're tackling. So can you just maybe describe maybe just a couple of the obstacles that we're facing with satisfying these? Yeah. So one area, for example, is in energy access. There's a huge gap in the financing that it's going to require to get everyone access to electricity, particularly in sub-Saharan Africa. And one of our partnerships is called Energize Africa, and they are using crowdfunding 
to invest in solar companies based in in sub-Saharan Africa. And they're on track to get millions of people access to clean electricity who didn't have access before. That financing gap is one of the obstacles that that can now be measured and, and, and tracked. But in many of these sustainable development goals, we have a long way to go. Yeah, for sure. And we've, so we've mentioned, a couple of times you've mentioned partnerships. Can you maybe describe a bit more what those partnerships are? Yeah. So P4G was founded with the principle that no one organization or type of organization can solve these problems by itself. We really need to come together in partnerships across sectors. So combining businesses and civil society organizations and government, all working towards towards these same goals. And so what we do is invest in these partnerships and help them to develop uh, viable business models that are more inclusive and sustainable that then will transform the market that they're working in and then scale rapidly to help reach those goals much faster. Gotcha. And and what is the kind of overarching impact of these partnerships and how are they how are they helping the overall action of satisfying these 2030 goals? What is the overarching impact? So P4G was started in 2018, and we have a two-year funding period for most of our partnerships. So we're starting to see some of the impact from our earliest cohorts, and the more recent ones are on track to multiply that impact. The numbers are half a million people already affected or benefiting from our partnerships, and also millions of dollars leveraged through investment from uh, foreign direct investment institutions and leveraging that investment to move forward with that rapid scale that they need. Another example of where those partnerships are going to have impact is the Women's Livelihood Bond, which has um, recently raised $27 million through um, an innovative financial instrument that invests in women's livelihoods and using that capital to help them overcome COVID-19 and and thrive economically in Asia Pacific, particularly in Indonesia as well. And has COVID-19 has affected just a number of things in our world? Has COVID-19 had an impact on the 2030 goals and us meeting them? I think so. I think the rates of uh, poverty have gone up and food insecurity. And I think there's just been a lot of challenges in a lot of these goal areas. Yeah, I think across the board, it's been hard for most countries and, and individuals. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully the 2030 goals are going to help us build that resiliency and be able to I always like to think that in, in difficult times, like it's, it helps to add to our strength and how we can go into the future. So I think the 2030 goals are actually even more important than they were before. And so when you're thinking about, when you're thinking about what either you as an individual or P4G, like what is, what are you or P4G solving for? And how does that, that can either relate to the 2030 goals or that can even be to sustainability in general? Yeah. So I was, as I was saying before, the partnerships that we work with are the ones doing this, the solving, but 
what we're on those particular goals and challenges. But what we're solving for is the challenge of creating those strong partnerships. And one of the things that makes P4G unique is that we have a network of partner countries and we work with those uh, governments in those countries. We have um, a cabinet level minister who's on our board from each of those partner countries, and they allow us to connect our partnerships to the, the priorities of those countries and the resources of those governments, and also in some cases to create the policy shift that is required to open the door to these more inclusive and sustainable solutions and business models. So that is one thing that's unique about how P4G is structured and allows us to really be much more effective in supporting these partnerships and uh, helping them to accelerate. So in, with other, are, how are others solving for this problem? Because this is something that is affecting things on an international level. So are there other examples of how people are solving for this or are completing these sustainable development goals that you find especially inspiring or? There's a large number of global platforms and coalitions that are setting an agenda, creating shared commitments for bringing companies together, bringing whole industries together. There's, for example, the Science-Based Targets Initiative, I think is a really cool way to have companies commit to the climate goals, 1.5 degrees, and having them commit to reaching that in their business models by a certain time. That's one that I think is pretty impactful. I mean, they have a thousand companies already signed up. Yeah, there's a lot of, of other examples. There are, maybe I'll just stop there. So, and and I, we've talked about this a little bit earlier uh, in the conversation, but it's difficult for it's difficult for individuals. They might want to help get these 2030 goals satisfied, but when you're looking at something that's at such a large scale, it's hard for individuals to see how they're how they can fit in with that impact. Are there things that we can be doing just in our day to day lives that can help with? satisfying these goals or can like help in our communities? Sure. Actually, I heard recently that the city of Pittsburgh did um, an analysis to see where their policies line up with the goals. And it can apply no matter what scale you're working at and what no matter what um, industry you're in. Just check it out and see where what what alignment you might see in, in, the, in your realm, whatever that might be. Gosh, yes. Yeah. So it sounds like getting engaged with what whatever you're either your local city organization or your local community to just see. People might be surprised that there's probably work just going on in their day-to-day communities towards these goals. So taking the initiative, because I know that really it's, it's really individual efforts that kind of lead us to satisfying that larger goal. So there's no effort too small, I think, for this conversation. Every individual can reduce food loss and waste or save electricity and help think about getting us towards cleaner energy sources and that sort of thing. There's a lot that people can do in their daily lives. So to just, to just, it's like my final question. Do you have, if people wanted to learn more about the 2030 goals and these kinds of things, what resources, can you recommend resources that they can 
look into? Yeah, the United Nations has a lot of web resources that outline each goal and the sub-targets within those goals and with links to other resources. That's a good place to start, UN websites. Gosh, this is, as I was saying, this is really a very exciting topic and it's very, we're getting into the, we're almost there to 2030. So I think it's a really important conversation to have. I think that anything that anyone can do to help us get there is also very important. And I really want to thank you for having this really important and exciting conversation with me. I think that it's definitely going to, I think it's definitely going to help shed light on something that should really be known by everybody. Thank you so much uh, for your time today, Catherine. Oh, thank you. Happy to. And for anyone who wants to see more great content like this, please go to solvecast.com. And thank you so much. Thanks, Catherine. Thanks.